Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. All right, folks, happy Monday, busy day all around. We've got two amazing guests for you. First up, a man who served President Trump as the deputy director of the White House Office of National Drug Control Policy. Art Kleinschmidt is with us. He is an expert on the fentanyl crisis, the opioid crisis. He has some very strong insights as to what is going wrong. Why are so many Americans between the ages of 18 and 45 expiring to drug overdoses and drug poisoning from fentanyl? Who is behind it? I think the answer is China and the Mexican drug cartels, but he's going to answer that. And if we're doing it wrong now, because we keep growing by 10, 15% a year in the number of lethal deaths due to fentanyl, what can we do to stop it? He has some pretty interesting ideas, and I think you want to hear that. And then uh, we're going to take it out to Colorado, where tomorrow we've got a big primary election. Heidi Ganahl, a great CEO, a really successful small businesswoman, now running as a Republican to potentially be the nominee for Colorado governor in a very important state. Heidi Ganahl, really fascinating, dynamic personality. First run for political office, going to be interesting. We've got two great guests. And when you have that many good guests, you know what? Let's not waste any time. Let's get right to it. Right after the commercial break, we'll be joined back-to-back by Art Kleinschmidt, former deputy director of the White House Drug Czar's office, followed by Republican Colorado gubernatorial candidate Heidi Ganahl. What a lineup. Back-to-back right after this commercial break. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected 
for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. I know we've been talking a lot on this show of just how heinous, how impactful uh, the fentanyl crisis is, the Chinese-made Mexican cartel delivered poison that is coming into our country. Our next guest was on the front lines and, by the way, making some amazing progress on this before Joe Biden took over. He's the former deputy director of the White House Office of National Drug Control Policy. Art Kleinschmidt, Art, great to have you on the show. Well, thank you so much. Uh, real honor to be a guest on your show. Uh, familiar with your words, and so this is a real treat for me. Oh, thank you. Well, we're we're excited to have such an expert and someone that actually was making some inroads on this before uh, the uh, the election kind of changed our approach to fighting uh, drugs, whether it's at the border or in others. But from uh, just to start off, to give people, because you had as great a visibility as anyone into this crisis, how big is the fentanyl crisis in terms of, you know, just uh, overall impact, human lives of, um, impacted? How big a threat is it to American security? I, well, if you look at it, you know, this isn't the first sort of like opioid epidemic that America's faced. We had one uh, after the Civil War and then again in like the late 60s, early 70s. But this is the most dramatic uh, ever in the history of the United States. We have never seen anything like this as far as over 100,000 overdoses in the last reporting period. And there's really no end in sight. So this this is... The, the largest sort of most dramatic uh, drug crisis America's ever faced. Yeah. And I, w- I would have to go up and say that like the, the world's ever faced. I, I, you haven't seen anything like this. Uh, and, and I've done a lot of deep dives on information and I haven't seen anything like this. Yeah. So we're, we're experiencing probably the greatest drug crisis ever. Yeah, the numbers are in the in the speed of the numbers growth, I think is so disturbing. Last year, 108,000 Americans 
or fatally poisoned by this. And a lot of people call these overdoses, but a lot of them aren't really overdoses, right? These are people that might've been taking their first pill and it just was laced with a lethal, lethal dose. When you see it go up 15% from when you left office in one year, what does that tell us? Uh, well, it tells you that the crisis uh, is mammoth and growing. And uh, you're correct. Some people can easily take a, a lethal dose of this drug. They have a lot of the bootleg sort of medicines and uh, pill presses that are coming into the country. Uh, a lot of it is being muled across the border. Some of it is on the end dark web. You don't see uh, the dark web as much uh, anymore. It used to be a common occurrence. Uh, when I, you know, to back up, I, I, I'm a treatment professional. I, I worked in rehabs. I have a PhD level licensed uh, therapist. So I, I uh, used to see it in my caseloads where I would have uh, say one individual whose main drug supplier was the dark web, and they were ordering a lot of this off the, the uh, internet. But the, the problem is, it sort of metastasized from there to where uh, there were, these chemicals were coming from China. But now China is actually like shipping uh, the precursor chemicals into Mexico, and they're being assembled in a Mexi- in Mexico, northern part of Mexico, and coming across our border in bulk. So the problem has sort of totally metastasized from the uh, earlier dark web days of fentanyl. Yeah, it, it's sort of amazing that we have two very disparate enemies, adversaries of the United States, sort of working together in this way. The Chinese are developing the deadlier and deadlier opiates in their manufacturing facilities, and then somehow they get them to the drug cartels, and the drug cartels mule them over do we have any levers of power to tell China, hey, keep this up? Maybe uh, you're going to regret what we do in the economic space. Uh, how do we get the message to China that they need to stop uh, pr- uh, creating these new potent we, opiates? They've been working on that for quite a while. And I don't want to say the Chinese are just paying lip service, right? but they really have no reason to, yeah. uh, especially the way it's sort of going right now. And the same with the uh, Mexican authorities either. So, like, one of the, I, I, Generally, how it works, and I can I can go into sort of the border, but the drugs come north from the Mexican uh, across the Mexican border. Uh, the drugs come north, and then we're sh- the guns go south down towards Mexico. So a lot of the Mexican or, or government officials don't like the armaments coming into their country, but they don't really mind. There's a kind of a link and a nod about the drugs coming into our country. And if you look at the dynamics of what's going on right now, and I'm, I'm going to go into the interior of the country, this is the first time in my lifetime that we're drug use and something as dangerous and as lethal as fentanyl, and then you start getting the fentanyl analogs, that's actually being promoted almost within this country. Uh, you have, they have a pamphlet that came out from the uh, New York City sort of health department. And the pamphlet, I, I haven't saved, it, it, it's not outrageous, but promoting a safe way to do fentanyl. Uh, and there's really no safe way to do fentanyl. Uh, maybe if you have an anesthesiologist with you, but one of their blueprints is to just use small amounts of the drug or to have a buddy with you when you're using it. The problem sort of with, that's a horrible uh, remedy, by the way. Uh, fentanyl, the high of fentanyl doesn't last as long as all the other uh, effects of the drug. So you could feel like if you do fentanyl, you're not high anymore. And if you do another small dose, you're still under the effects of the drug until you could easily have an overdose from that part. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, one of the things that we've heard, and I want to check and see with your expertise uh, whether this jives. A lot of the law enforcement officials that have been involved in interdicting, and there's been huge numbers. I think we had a border uh, border sheriff, Pinal County, Arizona, who said that uh, 
it went from about 1,400 pills in uh, 2019 seized in this county in one year to over 200,000 uh, so far in this year. But a lot of the law enforcement tell us the pills are seeing this year, about 40% of them have a lethal dose, meaning just taking a single pill could be uh, the, the tipping point for death for people. Uh, are we seeing this become more and more potent and dangerous? Uh, we are. Uh, uh, and I've been down there. I've been to the border where you just said the Pinot County uh, down there. Um, it, it is. So what's going on is you have fentanyl, it's sort of like a surgical medicine. Uh, and what's going on is they're actually, all, if you look at like a chemical diagram, you know, where you have the double bonds and all that, right. uh, what they're doing is they're, they're altering the chemical makeup of the drug and then they're producing more and more powerful versions of the drug. That's when you say the fentanyl, fentanyl analog is they take the regular drug and then they play with it molecularly and then they create a stronger version of it. Yeah. So that's what you're seeing is, is a whole bunch of different, and that's what's getting assembled down in the Mexican sort of laboratories and everything down there. Uh, uh, they're actually creating carfentanil or fentanyl analogs and making it more potent. Boy, it is scary stuff. And uh, every uh, law enforcement official I've talked to in the last couple of months just says, hey, this is the single greatest threat to our youth. And you see the the number one cause of death in 18 to 45-year-olds last year is overdoses. Uh, it seems like a remarkable tragedy. Mary Miller called it a, a chemical terrorist attack on um, on the United States. When you look at this, do you see anything in the near future that's going to slow this crisis down? I would say to slow the crisis down, uh, you, I, I, I kind of go with the word willpower. I mean, it, it doesn't really, like I'm saying, uh, they, there, there tends to be more of a drug promotion right now going on in this culture. Uh, you know, if you look at Oregon, they passed uh, Measure 110 a while back. I wrote about that when they passed it, and now overdoses there, uh, according to you know latest reports, went right. by 700 percent. So, uh, and then you have like the messaging is is sort of way off. Uh, if you look at it, it, we're almost promoting this sort of dangerous activity in so many different ways. Now you have your safe injection sites and that sort of a thing, and the idea that they can kind of keep people safe. Uh, by using in that safe injection site is uh, actually giving a horrible message to a, a lot of people that actually are looking at like there's a safe way to consume this sort of drug. Yeah. So to actually sort of stem the tide, there'd have to be a willpower. Uh, and the only other example I could kind of come up with uh, from history, uh, you know, like I, I kind of got my work because, you know, I'm a, a former addict. I got 20 years clean, but I used for a long time. You know, the qualities were epidemic back when I, I was uh, sort of a kid in the late 70s and early 80s. Now, they, they you know, were uh, creating societal habit back then, and they're very popular. But then they passed the law and they scheduled qualities as a Schedule One drug, but actually sort of made it way less available. You have to have willpower. So when they scheduled fat, I mean, Qualus as a Schedule One drug, it basically got rid of this particular drug. Now, there were some bootleg pills coming across from Mexico, right. uh, but that, that actually sort of tailed off. Right now, I don't see that sort of willpower. I don't see uh, where the fentanyl scheduling is, is coming uh, to actually listed. At least they can put the analogs of fentanyl out of Schedule One. Yeah. So uh, they're stemming the tide. It, it's really odd. I mean, they stem the, they're going to stem the tide on Juul vape uh, nicotine, but uh, they don't seem to have the willpower here when it comes to fentanyl and other dangerous drugs. And methamphetamine is actually coming across the border, too, the cocaine, yep. the methamphetamine. 
So the way it is right now, the Mexican drug cartels are the more powerful, most powerful drug cartels right now. Yeah, and the drug enabling centers where people could shoot up for free—that that you you're not a fan of that, correct? I, I'm not. And you can't like they'll cite, and they'll say that nobody's ever overdosed in one of their centers, and that's fine. And you generally have eighty. You know, historically, you have about eighty thousand alcohol-related fatalities every year. And, you know, most of them probably haven't occurred inside a ballroom or a liquor store. Yeah. But, but it's generally when they leave such an establishment. So just because somebody, like, didn't overdose at that point in time, they're going to leave that center with their addiction intact. And generally, the more you use, the deeper they get in their disease. So the, the risk is, is, still, is still there, even though they're citing some tiny little statistics. Yep. Yeah, I think most common sense Americans can put that two together, too. It just it's mind boggling. It does seem like even some Democrats in Washington want to stop federal funds going to that approach, which seems to be uh, a move in in the right direction in a lot of people's minds. You had a very powerful op ed, uh, which I I really enjoyed. I think you wrote it with Michelle Steve. But the the um, the the looking at the current crisis and saying the harm reduction approach just doesn't work. Describe a little bit what harm reduction, where it came from, what its philosophy is, and why right now uh, it's simply not working. Well, harm reduction, I, like I said, I was a, uh, you know, a licensed therapist for a long time. I still am. Uh, so everybody who does a certain amount of counseling works in like the rehab treatment industry. You have to do uh, some harm reduction, right? You have to do like a lot of coaching and sort of like that. And I would see my guys in the neighborhood and they're doing good. I'll be happy with it, you know, and... Uh, they would come back, coach along, even if they're sort of using. So you always have to do some sort of harm reduction. Uh, A lot of it kind of grew out of, if I wanted to say, uh, I don't know if it came from the AIDS academic or or, or that sort of a thing where they try to use like needle exchanges and that to kind of curtail uh, communicable diseases. Uh, The problem problem really uh, sort of stems here is they've kind of left the uh, harm reduction and they've gone into promoting actual drug use. So, you know, a lot of the anti-stigma campaigns, instead of, they don't really anti-stigmatize the person. What they're doing is anti-stigmatizing the the destructive, self-destructive, deadly behavior. And that's really what's going on. They they kind of turn the corner on uh, actually trying to do harm reduction and they're actually out there promoting drug use. They can deny it, but... I, I always say, you know, and I like I, I was in it, I lived it, but like America's already witnessed what legalized drugs look like. And it yep. was all the pill mills that uh, occurred back in the uh, started in the uh, late 90s. Right. And if you look at the overdose rates from that point in time, I mean, they have skyrocketed. Yeah, oh, we, we absolutely see it. And it's fun. I, I, I talked to someone a few weeks ago and they said. Uh, the these harm reduction approaches make the do-gooders feel good, but they don't do any good for the people they're trying to help. And it's um, it's very interesting to, to see the debate. Uh, there are some novel ideas out there. I think people like San Francisco and others have created things called tenderloin centers. Tell us a little bit about that, and do you think those work? Well, tenderloin is not but a sort of a drug emporium debauchery. Now, I, I haven't gone there uh, and looked at it myself. I have gone to some of the Los Angeles type of communities. Uh, I haven't gone to the San Francisco Tenderloin area, but I did have uh, several clients of mine, former clients of mine, who were uh, people who ran around the Tenderloin, right? So I, I got stories in my counseling processes, and then I did my own uh, investigation. And so you know, if you look at like the uh, look at the disease of addiction, so a lot of it is biology and some of it is like environmental. 
so with, what they're creating is like both. They're creating an environment where this sort of uh, self-destructive behavior is actually, let's say, encouraged, but it, it's, it's definitely sort of facilitated and allowed. And then if somebody's living in like a, a dysfunctional area like that, what is actually abnormal becomes normalized. So they took an area uh, in San Francisco uh, and they're allowing people to sort of become self-destructive and live in, in their disease. And it, it's just become uh, a great sort of a mess. Yeah, it sure is. So let's turn to what might make sense. What might actually make a dent in this scourge that just keeps growing at exponential rates? Uh, you can take away from the early part of this, scrap the harm reduction approach, close up the border. That would be helpful. What are some of the other steps that you think can help America get a grip on something that is, is wiping out large numbers of our, of our most productive generation? Well, what you have to do is, uh, you, you know, mention with the border, uh, you got to at least try. Uh, every time like a drug has sort of created a problem, it's actually because, you know, the supply goes up. Right. And if you look at it, like the pharmaceutical uh, uh, that the pill mills are just pumping out, and they operated with impunity for years. So when you increase the drug supply within this culture of the United States, we actually saw all kind of, you know, uh, death and uh, mayhem and destruction. Uh, and then you look at what drugs, it's not just always a person using, but a lot of times, you know, they're offspring their family are uh, in disarray as well. And a lot of that behavior becomes inherited down, replicated in family. So I would say the number one, you actually have to start trying to do something about the supply in this country. And then the other thing, they like to do their awareness campaigns and that, but I mean, it would be nice to do like an awareness campaign that actually tells the truth of what goes on with drug addiction instead of trying to like, you know, New York City put something out that said it was like empowering. There's nothing empowering about uh, being struggling with a severe uh, substance use disorder. It, it's, the, it's the exact opposite of empowerment, right? It, it's actually uh, it's dependency. So I, I would say if you're going to do these awareness campaigns, you should actually start telling the truth about it, yeah. uh, about where it's coming from, instead of doing what we're doing right now, uh, and then doing more about promoting sort of recovery. Uh, they, they say it, but uh, that's not really, really what's going on in this that's country. Right. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty remarkable. It's amazing stuff that you're doing, Art. What's the best way for people to stay in touch with your work, the important stuff you're doing? I know you appear on a lot of a podcast, you, you're writing op-eds, but how do people follow your good work? And uh, I know a lot of people are concerned about. We started, a, I, I have a, a nonprofit I started since I uh, served in, in, in the government. I have an excellent team. Uh, we're called Recovery for America Now Foundation. And we have, I have an excellent board, uh, you know, my wife, Catherine Sullivan, was a, uh, she's in recovery as well. She was a, a drug court judge. Uh, Dr. Drew Pinsky's on our advisory board, as is Camille Shire and uh, uh, former Miss America. So that's probably the great to go to our uh, website, Recovery America Now Foundation. And we're offering working to do treatment scholarships to get people from point A to point B, from active addiction into sort of treatment. And we really want the, uh, I call it the back door, but we want people to actually get into recovery and start living a life that they're capable of living. Yeah, that's amazing stuff. Art, it is an honor to have you on. Thank you for your service. Working in the White House Office of National Drug Control Policy isn't, uh, doesn't always get a lot of attention, but it's one of the most important offices in trying to keep America safe from these horrific scourges. And the work you're doing since then is just remarkable. We really, really enjoy the time with you. Okay, well, I really appreciate being on and I appreciate your work. So, you know, 
maybe we keep in touch. I think we're going to have to. We're going to have to get you back on the show because this fentanyl crisis ain't going away anytime soon. So we're going to need to keep you back in the loop here and keeping us up to date on all of the great developments. Okay, well, thank you so much. It was an honor to be on. You as well. Thanks for your time today. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Heidi Ganahl will be joining us. A big thank to Art Kleinschmidt for bringing us up to speed on the horrible scourge that is the fentanyl crisis. We'll be right back after this. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote. It's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, AMAC.US slash Just News. That's AMAC.US forward slash Just News. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Welcome back for our last block tonight, folks. I always love to do this. When we see someone transition from the great world of business and entrepreneurialism to politics, you're always left wondering, can they kind of innovate politics and policy in America? Our next guest is right on that mission. Joining us right now, the founder of the Doggy Day Care Center. You know about that, Camp Bow Wow. Everybody loves that. Uh, Heidi Ganahl, she's now running for governor in the state of Colorado. Heidi, great to have you on the show today. Thanks, John. So happy to be here. And I am just so passionate about protecting the American dream for our kids and grandkids, which is under attack right now, especially in Colorado. We have one of the most liberal, far left activist governors in the country who pretends like he's a moderate, but he's really not. 
Yeah, no, this is one of the epic races. In fact, there'll be a bellwether race in the fall to see how this turns out. Uh, as you go around um, and you meet with the everyday citizens of Colorado, what are the messages? What are they hearing? What are they talking about in the middle of this Biden economy? Well, gas, gas, gas. Gas prices are, of course, topic number one. And just affordability overall. It's becoming unaffordable to live in our beautiful state. But also, our kids are in a crisis here in Colorado. We have one of the top suicide rates in the country for kids. We also have the second highest drug addiction rate for kids. And 60% of our children cannot read, write, or do math at grade level. So I am a mom on a mission to make sure we fix their future and go all in on school choice and do what we can to stop the drug addiction problem here in Colorado where marijuana is legal and our governor decided to keep pot shops open while he closed churches and small businesses. That's right. I forgot about that. That's right. As you look at today's ruling, there was a historic, actually a historic two days for the Supreme Court. First on gun rights yesterday, uh, the overturning of Roe v. Wade today. Your top line on what the Supreme Court did. Well, I think both decisions were the right ones. First of all, my dad was a police officer. I'm a law and order governor. I will be a law and order governor and get us back to having safe streets and neighborhoods. We have one of the highest violent crime rates increases in in the country here in Colorado. We're number one in auto thefts. We're number one in bank robberies. Things have gone to heck in a handbasket in the last three or four years. So we've also got to protect the Second Amendment and make sure that we don't step on our folks' constitutional rights, which I think the Supreme Court made the right decision with what they did. On the abortion issue, it's a, it's a good day for states' rights as Roe versus Wade was overturned. And in Colorado, our governor and legislature passed one of the most extreme abortion bills in the country a few months ago. It is legal to have an abortion up until birth here. In fact, they're bragging about Colorado being an abortion tourism state. It's disgusting. We can't let that happen. And when I'm elected governor in just a few months, I will do everything I can to change that. Yeah, those are going to be important moments in the policy uh, journey that we're all going on now after the court's ruling today. Um, You had such a successful career as an entrepreneur, as a businesswoman. You've built one of the great franchises in American history. You dive into politics. What's been the biggest surprise to you getting on the campaign trail and, 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 and moving into a new profession? You know, I say every day is an adventure, (laughs) truly. (laughs) And we're used to that as entrepreneurs, but I am shocked at how, you know, a lot of people just don't engage in politics anymore. And I get it. It's really hard, but it is a pivotal moment in our history. Everybody has got to put up their hand and be the change we want to see in politics and leadership. And all of us business folks, we have a lot of good experience, a lot a lot of experience to lead. We've got to step up and lead right now. And if not for nothing else, our kids, our kids need a brighter future. A lot of us have been blessed to live the American dream and build great businesses. We want our kids and grandkids to be able to do the same. So that's why I'm in this fight. And I am the only statewide elected Republican in Colorado right now. I'm a regent at the University of Colorado. I went right to the belly of the beast and have been fighting for free speech and civics at CU. And I will win this fall because I beat Jared Polis and his Democrat party just a few years ago. So I'm confident I can do it again, except that the Democrats and Jared have put $3 million into my primary race to prevent me from running against them. They're a little scared, it sounds like. How about that? Um, as you close out now, you got about five days to the primary. What is the key thing that voters who are undecided in Colorado, what do they want to hear? What is your closing message to them? They want to know we can win. Republicans don't win very often in Colorado. And as 
I just said, I am a Republican who can win, who can bring people together. We have 45% of our voters in Colorado that are unaffiliated. So we've got to get those folks to vote in the Republican primary to get me across the finish line this Tuesday. It's a weird system, but unaffiliated voters get two ballots and they have to pick one. So we need them to pick the Republican ballot. And those of you who have friends and family in Colorado, encourage them to get out and vote in the primary as the Democrats sure don't want to take me on and they're doing everything they can to stop that from happening. But we're going to win on Tuesday and we're going to win in November and get back our beautiful state of Colorado. Yeah, that sounds great. For people who just heard about this, how do they find out more about your campaign, Heidi? Well, HeidiForGov.com is the website, H-E-I-D-I-F-O-R-G-O-V.com. And we're on every single social media platform, including Truth and Getter. So follow along, join us. We need to rally the troops, guys. It is a real fight here in Colorado. And I need all of your support, your help, your donations, your social media posts and shares. Would love, 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 love all of you helping out to help us win our Colorado back and get it back to the way it was just a few years ago before Jared Polis took office. Yeah, listen, Heidi, you already blazed an amazing path in business. Now it's time to do it in politics. Congratulations. Thanks for joining us on the show as well. Thanks, John. Keep up the great work. We will. Thank you so much for joining us. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. A big thanks to everyone who joined us today. Great insights from Art Kleinschmidt, Heidi Ganahl. Can't thank them enough for enlightening us with all. Keep an eye on all the news they did. Keep an eye on that Tuesday election in Colorado where Heidi's competing. Also a big race in Illinois tomorrow. We'll see if Rodney Davis or Mary Miller wins there. Lots to be watching. Lots of news to cover. We got you covered at justthenews.com because, well, that's what we do, right? All right. We'll be back tomorrow with a special report. We just did an extraordinary news special on the television network, Real America's Voice on how America went from being energy independent to energy dependent in less than 18 months under President Joe Biden. An all-star lineup of guests, including Sarah Palin. That's right, she's on the comeback trail. Probably gonna be the next Congresswoman from Alaska come August when the final special election is held. She has a lot to say about Joe Biden. You know what? She didn't stop there. She also poked her colleagues in Washington in the Republican Party saying, They could be doing more to ease your pain at the pumps. What a great show. I want you to check that out tomorrow. Going to be an all-around super, super lineup. 
You're gonna learn a lot about energy. So grateful to our friends at Panix Oil & Gas for making that show possible. This is a special edition just for you. All right, folks, we're gonna wrap things up for the day. God bless you. God bless this extraordinary country of the United States. Thanks for listening to John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Just the News. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion, Hunter Biden, and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6th. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, and unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events, and you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe.